Welcome to the Unshakable Grace podcast. I am your host, Jamie Lopez, mom of two beautiful girls, criminal justice graduate turned entrepreneur, and a huge personal development and growth junkie. And I am so freaking stoked to be here today. This podcast is for the people that want to change their lives, know they are meant for more, desire more out of life, and want to create a life by design with more joy and fulfillment. My mission for this podcast is to inspire and motivate you to step outside your comfort zone, take action, do the work to build your confidence, work on your mindset, become unshakable, and live a grace-filled life. We will grow together through weekly episodes where we will talk about mindset, we will talk about business and life, and even hear real-life stories that will inspire us to get moving and grooving. Because as the saying goes, we are what we listen to. And as my favorite mentor, Jim Rohn, would say, for things to change, you have to change. For things to get better, you have to get better. For things to improve, you have to improve. When you grow, everything in your life grows with you. So we will grow together, laugh together, connect, and work together on becoming the very best version of ourselves to build the life of our dreams and break through limitations that are holding us back. I will be here for you every week with a new episode dropping Wednesdays to help you get through the week with not only belief in yourself, but to also help you reignite that fire inside of you to grow and go for what tugs at your heart. So with that said, make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, share it with a friend or two, rate it or leave a review. It it is all appreciated. Now, I want you to know that I am here for you to connect with you, but most importantly, to grow alongside you. I want you to know that I truly believe in you and all that you are capable of. So strap in and trust the magic of new beginnings. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Unshakable Grace podcast. I am Jamie Lopez, and if this is your first time listening to an episode, welcome. I'm so happy that you are here listening. If you have been following along the journey, also so happy to have you and still being a part of this Unshakable Grace family. Um, this is our second episode for 2024, which is so crazy to me because I think the days are seriously just flying by. I don't know about you guys, but I'm already starting to feel like, holy moly, you know, once we hit like the middle of the month, I feel like the rest of the month is pretty much gone. But anyways, today's episode, we are talking about resolutions. But before we get into talking about resolutions, I want to share a little bit about like what has literally happened in life in the last 10 days, <laughs> because I think that it's so important, right, to just kind of share and be transparent and just come on here and be super raw with you guys. At least for me, that's super, super important so that we get to know each other, obviously on a, you know, a much more intimate level, as I would say. Um, but okay, so beginning of January has already been crazy, so much going on uh, with our business here, but it's been good, like good, good, you know, like lots of good going on. Um, but anyway, so like George and I, so we have been together, we're going on 11 years, which is so crazy to me, because again, we're just talking about like how fast time flies, right? So we're going on 11 years. And the guy and I have legitimate never really been like on a real, real, like real date. 
And when I say real date, I mean like getting away, like no children, uh, get away, just spending time to ourselves, really like no, no phones, <laughs> unplugging from work and just, you know, being about each other. Right. So anyways, last month he, he told me, Hey, I've planned a getaway. We've talked about the things that we want to work on. And obviously one of the things that we talked about last year that we wanted to work on was our relationship, right? And how to prioritize each other and really, really like being laser focused on what it is that our values are and what our priorities are, right? Like we're, we want to make sure that our faith and going to church and being more spiritually connected and our relationship and our family, like those are the bread and butter of, of us. And we've learned too, that if him and I are not well, then things are not well either, right? Like the way that I see it is your relationship whether it's with your spouse or, you know, just someone that you're building a life with, that is the core foundation of everything else. And so when you pour into that, right, and your relationship with, I'm actually, let's backtrack, your relationship with your spouse or your significant other, and then your relationship with God and having that like full relationship really be intimate, right? You're, you guys are faith-based. You guys are putting God in everything and especially your relationship. That is like your core foundation of things. That is how I look at things. So when those things are not well, then for me personally, other things are not well either, right? It really messes with me when it comes to business, when it comes to other things. And so anyways, at the end of the year, you know, like as we always do, or, or as we have the past few years, I want to say maybe four or five years, we talk about like, what is it that we want to change? What do we want to improve? What are we going to work on this next and upcoming year? And so one of those is our relationship. So Long story short, he books a getaway because that was one of the things that we said that we would plan more dates and, you know, regardless of how hard and how difficult it is with our schedules that we would prioritize, you know, us. And so he booked a little getaway to, you know, the coast. And I thought, oh my gosh, how amazing. This is great. He, for me, it was just honestly just <laughs> It was just amazing that, you know, he took this all on himself. Like he planned everything. Um, we had a amazing and beautiful hotel just right on the beach. <clears throat> we went to dinner, one of the dinner locations or restaurants that I've always wanted to go. Is, and actually, literally, since we've got together, I've always asked them, like, I want to go to the Madonna Inn, you know, restaurant, which is in San Luis Obispo, right, California. So anyways, that was our our night, you know, our night dinner, our dinner date, um, on what day are we in right now? Today's Wednesday. That was, I think on Monday, Monday night, but anyway, so it was our first date and it was by far the best, most memorable, most intimate, most perfect date ever. And one of the dreams, I think that for most little girls, we all dream, you know, of like being proposed to. And it's always like that special moment. They get on one knee and things like that. And so anyways, I don't even have words to explain how that moment was. But on Monday, you know, he had planned everything. Like we went out, we grabbed the drink and he said, you know, I have plans. We're going to be out 
you know, by the beach for sunset. We're going to watch the sunset together. And I thought, okay, <laughs> like for me, you know, I've watched the sunset. It's so magical. It's a beautiful thing. But it, it's, I guess, because I've done it. And sometimes when we do certain things, quite often, we don't appreciate them as much anymore. Right. So I was like, hey, I'm all for it, though. He planned it. So anyways, we're out there. It's sunset. And he had there's so many details to the story, to be honest with you. But somehow he managed to bring an empty wine bottle. He had put a note in it, a message, right? Like message in a bottle. And then, of course, he had wrapped the ring in like this cloth, really old looking cloth thingy. Anyways, I saw the bottle and I was like, hey, look, there's a bottle on the, in the beach. And he's just like, do you want me to get it? And I'm like, eh, I don't know, you know, if you want. And I was still not really like, obviously, I didn't know he had placed it out there. But um, then he goes, grabs the bottle. And he's like, should we should we open it and see what it says? And me, the mom in me, it's like, no, this is so cool. Let's just take it back home and give it to our girls and tell them, look what we found. And we brought it back and we can all open it as a family. Right. And so like already I'm messing up the whole plan for him. But anyways, so eventually we cracked it open. I opened the message. It was in Italian, which he knows some Italian. And um, I didn't understand it. So <laughs> I'm I'm already like such a buzzkill for the guy because some of the things that he had planned were just not going the way that he had wanted them to go. Right. But anyways, then he shakes the bottle. He's like, hey, there's something else in there. And I'm like, oh, it's probably just a rock and have no interest in cracking the bottle open. So he cracks it open, though. And then I start, you know, he hands it over. and He's like, look, what is it? He's like, you know, open it up. And so I open it up. There is a freaking ring. And obviously, the rest is history. You guys know that he proposed. And so for me, it's so crazy, because that's one of the things that, you know, it's been a dream of mine. And after being together for almost 11 years, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, I honestly thought, this freaking guy is never going to propose. This shit is never going to happen. And I always joke around with him. And it's so crazy to me that Sunday, um, when we were about to leave that morning, I don't know, we were talking about like vision boards and stuff. And I go, you know what? I have an idea. I was like, I'm going to update my vision board. And I'm going to put a picture of you with gray hair because I feel like maybe that's when we're going to get married. <laughs> and so uh, always giving the guy so much shit. But anyways, it's been so magical. It's been incredible. And that moment honestly just reminded me that when the time finally comes, it is always at the perfect time. It is God's timing. And there was no cameras. There was no people. There was, I mean, obviously the people there, random people at the beach and stuff, right? But it was just absolutely perfect. So intimate. The sunset was just right. And everything, if I can honestly just explain the feelings, oh, I I just, I'm at a loss of words. And so anyways, I figured I'd share with you guys that I've been so freaking bubbly and giggly since then. Um, he did incredible with the freaking ring. Um, and so, yeah, so we've been busy. That's happened. We are, you know, still in, in the planning of so many more things to come this year. So I know that 2024 is going to be a freaking awesome, awesome year. I'm not saying it's not going to come with challenges and I'm not saying that it's not going to come with struggles um, or sacrifices, but I think that the mindset and when you get your mindset right, it makes all the difference in the world, right? Because that is going to help you 
with perspective and how it is that you are going to approach every situation that you are faced with. So with that said, let's get back to um, resolutions, right? Because researchers actually suggested only 9% of Americans that make resolutions actually complete them. Only 9%, you guys, 9%. In fact, researchers actually show that 23% of people quit their resolutions by the end of the first week of January. 23% automatically done after the first week. And then 43% quit by the end of January, right? So you can see why I wanted to talk about resolutions and then also give you guys five super simple tips on how to stick to your resolutions so that you can stay committed and get past this freaking first month of January and keep the momentum going for the rest of the year, right? So the first tip I have for you is, is an acronym, KISS, K-I-S-S. Keep it super simple, right? What you are going to notice that when you have an overhaul of possibly your entire life, all sorts of different categories of your life, and you want to change this and you want to change that and you want to do it in this area and you want to do it in that area and you want to change your finances and you also want to get your health in check and you also want to start working out and you also want to become a better parent and you also want to be, and the list is like never freaking ending. That is a freaking potential for hell to break loose extremely fast. And that is an extreme potential for you to quit basically after the first week, right? Because you're overwhelming yourself with too many goals that you're more than likely not going to reach not even one single one. So my suggestion here is pick one or two things and focus entirely on those two things, right? Work on them until that you've implemented the, the the habits that you want to implement, until you've gotten rid of the bad, you know, the bad habits, the bad behaviors, the things that you know are not serving you, and you've implemented the things that are serving you, right? And so don't overwhelm yourself trying to change your entire life in one year because it's not going to work. But instead, focus, like laser focus on one, two, two, two things that you know that when you change that one thing, it's going to then bleed onto another thing and then onto another thing. And then little by little, you're going to start to see changes in possibly several different categories of your life, right? Number two, once you have picked, you know, one or two things that you're going to focus on, write out your why. And for each one of these, use one sheet of paper. And the reason why or why is so important is because when we find out and we dig deep enough on why it is that we want to implement this or change this or get better at this, you find sometimes the fuel that it's going to take to keep those resolutions, right? And so ask yourself, why are you wanting to do X, Y, and Z, right? And the more aware of you become and you understand the reasons why you're doing something, you're going to see that the higher the success rate will be, you know, in accomplishing your goals, in getting past January, in keeping the momentum, right? And sometimes your why can be, you know, because your family, I know that for me, for me, one of the biggest things of, 
you know, why I do what I do and why I want to, you know, let's say, for example, the monetary part, I want to make X, Y, and Z at the end of this month is because I want to build some sort of, you know, security and cushion and, you know, retire my, my unofficial, official, I guess now, unofficial husband. I've been calling him, that's the funny part. I've been calling him husband because damn guy has earned the title. We've been together for so long. We have two kids, we have businesses, we have investment homes. Um, but it's just crazy. Like, we were just not married, but that's changed now. Your girl is engaged. Um, but anyways, so, so yeah, you know, take, take those resolutions and really ask yourself what the reasons, what your reasons, why, and what it is that you want to, why you want to accomplish those goals. So I would suggest write down three to five reasons for each of those on a sheet of paper, and then keep this in a place where it's visible to you, right? And maybe sometimes your reason why may be monetary. It may be due to family. It may be because you want to travel more, because you want to have more experiences in life, right? And whatever it is, every person's why is very different. But it is your why that's unique to you that will fuel you to keep the momentum going, right? And one thing I will say is that if you fall off the boat, you fall off the wagon, sometimes it's just that your why gets a little, I would say, blurry. Sometimes you forget, right? Because when we focus on things that don't serve us, the things that do serve us start to sit in the back burner. And so find a way, like I said, to always put your why in front of you, that it's going to constantly remind you so that, you know, you don't start letting other distractions in to the point that then your why kind of goes out the window. Now, number three, be realistic, right? Like make resolutions that you know that you can keep that are going to work with your schedule, that are going to work with, you know, who you are, right? If you're not exercising at all and your goal is to, you know, to do one hour every single day, that may not be realistic, right? It may be harder than you think. Maybe your schedule won't permit it every single day. And so make sure that it's realistic so that like that, you are able to follow through with it, right? <clears throat> Most people, right, tend to overestimate when it comes, you know, to when it comes to their New Year's resolutions, right? If your goal is to lose, let's say, for example, 20 pounds, then of course, it would be nice to lose that in one week. But is that realistic? No, not at all. So make sure that when you are setting these goals, that you actually sit down and look at each one of them and make sure that it's realistic, right? Are you giving yourself a realistic amount of time? Are you giving yourself, you know, a realistic um, time and day? Are you giving yourself, you know, a realistic goal, period? So having clear short-term goals is what is going to really help you achieve them. But yes, still focus on the end result, but how can you, how can you break it down, right? How can you, um, how as the next step here is how can you break everything into chunks? And that is number four, basically. Number three was be realistic. Number four is how can you break everything into chunks so you're not getting overwhelmed, so that you're not feeling like you're not succeeding, so that you're not feeling like you're getting nowhere, right? And so once you set your goals, whether they're long-term, long short-term, can't even talk anymore, um, break them down, right? Break the goals into sensible size chunks. And remember that the best way to eat an elephant is obviously a bite by bite at a time. 
You're not going to be able to eat that thing all at once, but bite by bite, you get closer to obviously finishing, right? It's just like step by step. It's not about getting to the end. It's about taking the first step and then the next and then the next. And then once you get into momentum, you're going to see how far along you're actually getting and how far along you're actually going along the way. So, um, so far we've said, uh, you know, first acronym was KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it super simple. Number two, you know, pick one or two things and then write your why for each one of them in separate sheets. I would say, you know, pick five, four to five different things of your reasons. Um, number three, be realistic. Number four, break everything into chunks. And the last one is the most important one. Don't beat yourself up, right? If you fail or if you fall off or if you miss one day or if you didn't achieve it by the time that you had set, give yourself some freaking grace and understand that nobody is freaking perfect. There are so many goals in so many timeframes that I have put for myself that I didn't achieve. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to give up either, right? You just have to figure out a way to pick yourself up and keep going and understand that there is no such thing as perfection. Nobody, absolutely nobody in this world is perfect. I don't care who they are. They are not perfect. And I also want you to remember and realize that setbacks can and will most definitely occur. They're just unavoidable. They happened and they happened to the best of us, right? And so the key here is not to give up completely on your goal just because you made a mistake or just because you didn't reach the target or just because you didn't finish it by whatever time or day you gave yourself, right? Everybody has ups and downs. And so commit to recovering from your mistakes and just get back on track. If you fell off and you missed, and let's say, for example, if your goal is a health goal and you cheated with one meal, okay, so freaking what? The next day, start all over with the first choice that you make, make it a good one, right? And so just understand that, you know, having goals in place and having resolutions is going to is not going to be easy, right? Because if they were easy, if goals were easy to achieve and resolutions were easy to keep, then everybody would succeed at them, right? But as you can see, what statistics show is that it's an incredibly high number of the people that don't even get past the first week. And it's an incredibly high number, even bigger number of the people that don't even make it past the first month, right? And so the goal here is not to focus on being perfect or to stay committed and, you know, stay committed in 100% every single day, but to commit to the small changes that will eventually compound over time that when you look back, you're gonna see the journey and the changes that you've made and the person that you're becoming, right? So commit to just being a better version of you, looking inward, giving yourself some grace, and just know that nobody is freaking perfect and that you doing your best is the best that you can do, right? So with that said, those are the five, um, those are the five tips that I have for you today so that you can stay committed so that you can get past the first month so that you can stay in momentum and not be like the rest of people that fall off their new year's resolutions right within the first week or the first month 
of the new year. So with that said, you guys, if this episode was of any value to you, please make sure that you share it with a friend, a family member. If you post it on your social media, make sure that you are tagging me at underscore jamie.lopez. Um, but other than that, know that I appreciate every single one of you. Um, and I am so excited about this freaking year and I really do hope that you are too. Last thing I will say, I'm so sorry if my voice is sound um, has sounded a little scratchy. I've actually just got over, I guess I wouldn't say I just got over because I'm still kind of dealing with this stuffiness, but I had a sore throat and, um, yeah, at one point I was kind of sounding like a man there, but anyways, that is it for today. You guys, um, I love and appreciate you all. And I will be back next week. Cheers.